The great city of Raphis stands proud in the middle of the Mulbrook Wilds, safe and prosperous amongst the dark and mysterious forest. A warrior trapped by destiny enters the Shining Gates. A merchant sells his wares with a song. A young royal stands beside their mother's throne. And in the city's depths, a monster awaits. And welcome to A Rendezvous with Destiny. I am your not-so-humble, perhaps slightly more narcissistic GM, in this case DM, Am. Woo! It's me, I'm in charge! I'm so excited. Me too. Um, And with me today, I have... Hi, I'm Graham. Um, Today I will be playing the character of Orion Meadowswift, um, a gnome bard, using he-him pronouns. And I'm very excited to be playing some 5e guys, let's go. Yeah! Uh, hi, I'm Will. Uh, today I am playing uh, the character of Griff von Schwarzwald, a uh, <laughs> half-elf uh, Oath of Glory paladin. And uh, I'm excited to play a game where I understand the combat system. <laughs> and uh, Griff's pronouns are he-him. And last, it's me, the normal GM, and I'm finally playing for once. And I will be playing uh, Aranren who is a sun elf druid who uses they them pronouns because i am as ever a stereotype of myself and i was just going to encourage everyone listening to tweet along with hashtag rwd pod and you can follow us on twitter at rwd underscore pod tweet at us y'all i'm so excited to play 5e with everyone we all four of us know this system like the back of our hands we're gonna do a good job we are big it's gonna be very good it's gonna be very good. good I'm going to be so much less confused. Like, not yeah. not not confused, but like... Less. That was a lot of knots. That's a triple negative. Also, <laughs> also, I'm aware the people listening won't know this, but um, in our games, we like we do not play these types of characters. Like, I am never ever the tank slash fighter. Luce is never a caster. So so this is an interesting uh, twist. Charisma is usually yeah, my I dump stat. I'm the one with the charisma dump stat this game. <laughs> I've never done this before. Yeah. This is fun. I like it. L- Luce is not playing a pirate for once. I'm, I'm sure they are somehow playing a pirate. I'm really not. <laughs> yeah. All of Will's characters are sailors slash grizzled knights. All of Luce's characters are always pirates, and all of Graham's characters yes. are always magical girls. Yes. Yes, You've all are. swapped roles this game. You'll <laughs> um, have to see well, how it's yeah. yeah. magical girl that's an NPC, isn't it? So, are you guys ready to begin? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, it is a mild mid-morning in the city of Raphis. We begin our adventure in the throne room of Queen Alant as she sits on her glittering gold throne, turning to her left to see her youngest child, one of our heroes. Uh, Luce, would you like to introduce your character? Yeah, so I'm playing Aranrin. They are the youngest child of the queen, and quite a lot younger than all their siblings. So they're very much the spare when there's already a spare. The second spare. The second spare. There's an heir and a spare and a random. Yes. So they're like they're part of the royal family, but they're also a bit like we don't know what to do with this child. Uh, <laughs> just there. They're just there. Yeah. Um, so they've they they're kind of they're the kind of kid who's they're 
I don't know how old they'd be in elf years, but they're sort of around, probably around 2021-ish. 20, so not very mm. old, but in elf that's probably about 70, because I don't know how that works. But numbers. I'm in charge. I say cool. yes. <laughs> they're very much they've they have had some education. They've had they've, they've had education, but they're very much the one who's been sneaking out of the windows and going and running around in the forest the entire time, mm. rather than paying any attention to court etiquette. So good. yeah, very good. As their charisma stat would yes. suggest, <laughs> standing that they're wearing. They are wearing, like, court clothes, but there's very much some grass stains and some tears, and you can see mm. possibly a snake poking out of one pocket. Uh, mm. Quite tall, long, golden hair that's sort of braided back, but it's all coming out of the braids and very messy, and there's, like, some twigs in it. And they're sort of standing there a bit awkwardly, because they don't really want to be here, and they don't really know why yeah. they're here. So, um, your mother turns to you. And she says, uh, my dear, the, um, companions I've requested to, uh, to, uh, to enact this, uh, deed will, will soon be arriving. Do you, do you have any questions before they do? Um, not really. Um, no, your majesty, I will wait. Sweetheart, you, you don't have to call me your majesty until there are okay. other people here. Okay, okay, um, no. I'm good. Yeah. Okay. I'm good. I am good. Thumbs up. Well, the people who I have asked to accompany you, uh, one is a very accomplished fighter, the other is uh, quite talented with their spells. I obviously know that uh, your your teachers have said you've made great progress with a certain kind of magic, Um, but I, I trust you to remain safe. Um, and she, she moves a little bit close to you and she cups your cheek, pushing your hair slightly behind your ear. You can see into her golden eyes they look exactly like yours. She says, Above all, I must remind you to think of your birthright. Remember that you are a royal, and this will help you through what is underneath the castle. You understand? Yes. Okay. Yes. Mm, good. And she kind of pats your cheek a little bit retires to her seat, waves her hand, and the attendants open the doors, and uh, through it, uh, we see two more figures walk into the throne room. Will and Graham, could you please describe your characters for us? Uh, okay. You, William. So, uh, in walks Griff. He's a uh, half-elf, um, and uh, kind of built a little bit more stockily uh, than, than you might imagine a typical half-elf to be. He definitely looks like the um, human part of his ancestry sort of taken um, precedent kind of genetically. He's, he's, he's not necessarily tall, but he's uh, very powerfully built, um, wearing um, sort of heavy metal armor uh, with a, a symbol uh, kind of on a tabard on the chest uh, of a uh, road going up into a sunrise. And um, on his back is strapped this uh, huge golden sword. Um, there's a helmet which is clasped under his um, arm and uh, the helmet's sort of been taken off to reveal like quite long sort of dirty gold, golden or brunette hair. It's hard to tell whether he's a dirty blonde or whether he just hasn't like showered in a little bit um, <laughs> or hasn't bathed in a little bit, I suppose. Uh, and uh, he, he looks he looks quite young um, for a half elf, probably about 30 or so um, in 
human years, which scales off a little bit for half elves. Cool. I like that we came very close to making showers canon. Yes, I know. I, 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 I flirted <laughs> with it for a little bit. Our showers like, canon. We hang need on. to know. And who is walking beside Griff? Uh, you see walking beside Griff um, a gnome, a fairly tall for a gnome. So um, we're talking all of just under four feet. So not very tall at all. Dashing. Gnomes, gnomes be small. Uh, he is very well dressed in what initially looks like very functional clothing, um, but I think that if you were to look at it for more than two seconds, you realise that uh, it's it's cut almost like formal clothes, but then extended out to be um, sort of all-weather um, outside gear uh, with very, very good material. Probably a lot of money's gone into this. It's, it's understated, but very well made, well tailored to uh, his body, which is a fairly fairly lean for a, a gnomish body, but uh, <laughs> still diminutive in size. And he sort of walks with an easy grace through the hall, looking around, um, not as if he owns the place necessarily, but um, certainly at least doing his best to not show that he's at all bothered by the splendor, I assume, of the place in which he's in. Um, he's got hair in a braid down past his waist, um, and sort of it's reddish hair tied down with a bow at the very end, and the very tips of it are dyed a little paler, as if uh, maybe in some, some years ago in his youth, Youth for a gnome. Oh my gosh, he, um, has he might a dip have dye. had. Uh, it looks like a dip dye now. It may may ah. have been a full dye at the time, but uh, <laughs> right now it's definitely a dip dye vibes are being given out. Um, he's probably about thirty for a gnome, which is eh, maybe the equivalent of being about twenty years old. That's cool. Yeah. Um. So the queen, uh, she stands up, sort of like. Uh, the bottom of her right hand just beckons for you to do so as well, uh, Aramrin. Um, and uh, sort of stands up expectantly and looks at the two of you, waiting for you to uh, prostrate yourself, essentially. Uh, um, Orion does, like, a very sweeping sort of low bow. Uh, you feel he's practised at this, but is also making a show of it. Um, um, and Your uh, majesty. Gr- <laughs> Your other majesty. Uh, and Gr- Griff uh, sort of just drops to one knee and sort of uh, bows his head. Um, excellent. So um, Queen Alant looks to her child. And she looks back at you and she says, Gentlemen, uh, both of you, I believe, uh, have come here through different means. Um, Griff, uh, she like gestures her hand. We found you wandering outside the gates, and um, I have, of course, heard of your great prowess. It is a pleasure to have you here uh, fighting in my name. And uh, Orion, this mm. is obviously a um, part of our deal for the uh, import of your family's uh, wares into the city. Well, of course. Um, but, uh... This, she gestures again, um, is uh, the last royal child. Um, who will be accompanying you on your journey. Obviously, uh, my two daughters have uh, proven themselves of great worth to the family and to the city, and Aranrin feels that they have yet to do the same, so I have offered them this opportunity. I expect you to keep my progeny safe and away from harm. Her gaze is kind of steel for a second. Um, and she says, So, um, my lawkeep have recently discovered that there is a threat. 
in the catacombs of the city. Of course, uh, you know the city has been built for years and years and has risen up out of the ground, um, so there are many tunnels running beneath. Uh, I expect you to find the creature, vanquish it, and obviously, each of you, she gazes at all of you, including Aranrin, have something that you wish to achieve from this expedition, which I, I can certainly bless you with. I will also uh, provide the, each of you, I mean, obviously, um, my child has full access to the Royal Bank accounts, but the both of you uh, would each gain uh, 50 gold from providing me this service. Do uh, either of you have any questions? Um, Lady, we have not spoken about what I, I desire, so I, I would like to moot it now before we come to... Uh, before I would put myself in harm. Oh, um, of course, absolutely. What what can I offer you, Sir Griff? He, he laughs when she says, uh, sir. Um, and um, with with respect, lady, uh, I, I live to serve um, my lord, the Dawnbringer, um, Lathander. And what, what I ask is not easy. I ask that there be a day set aside for him in your royal calendar. A feast day. Would that include all businesses closing? Um, not necessarily. The recognition is is the most important element. I'm sure you understand. Oh, excellent. If there's not a severe effect on the economy, I can absolutely authorise that. She kind of waves her hand and you see um, a man sort of in the corner mm-hmm. dressed in the robes of Pelor and he sort of like very reluctantly like bows his head and scuttles off down, down a side door. Excellent. Are there any further questions? Do you have any uh, information on which we can begin this quest? Obviously, I'm keen to just get stuck in, but uh, any information is good. We believe there is a creature beneath the city that has um, fed on some of our citizens. That is that is the most information I can provide. Mm. In any particular area? Uh, in the centre. So if you... As, as your GM, there is... Basically, the castle is on the north side of the city. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, the Queen says, Yes, um, it is towards the centre. So, if you... If anyone has a compass on them, uh, if you can just sort of follow the passages you find underground south, that is the general direction you'll be travelling in. Thank you. And can I just say, it's such a, a pleasure to be here. <laughs> Would you like to roll a charisma check to see how much mm-hmm. you impress her? Sure, why not? First roll of the game. Let's go. Yeah, as the GM, first as the GM, my general rule: first roll of the game gets advantage because I like you guys. Is this an ability check? Uh, it's just a straight charisma check. Okay, so is okay. I, I just because I have the the uh, the bard thing where I get to add partial proficiency to all ability checks. So yeah, great. I will be doing that. That is a natural twenty. <laughs> um, oh my god! First roll yes. of the game is a nat twenty. So that's, Are you that's kidding a me? Twenty-four because I get to add a, a one Excellent. for my efficiency nice. as well as plus three. The queen straight up blushes and she's like, "Oh, <laughs> well, you you know, it's it's uh, it is um, such a pleasure to hear such a thing from a handsome young man such as yourself." And she kind of tucks her hair behind her ear. Aranrin, you are horrified. Oh, yeah, like, and it's also, it's very visible on their face that they're like, what is going on? Don't enjoy this. Don't like. So hit them with like a cheeky half smile. <laughs> um, she kind of like is, is slightly flustered for a second and then sort of shakes herself out of it and is like, oh yes, I'm the queen. Oh, um, so, so, uh, yes, um, 
um, my dear, she she turns to you, Luce. Um, if you could uh, join the others, and, and <laughs> the the guard will will escort you to the entrance to the catacombs. Yep. Yep. Yes, your royal majesty. She laughs a little bit, um, and she kind of gestures. She she actually, you see her sort of step towards you as you leave, and then just pull herself back. Um, and gestures to the guards who are around the uh, door entrance for you three to follow them out of the throne room. I hear another hmm. big sweeping bow. And, uh, Very good. Don't worry, we will take care of uh, our precious charge, of course, as we go. And we will see you later. Everyone was gonna Have like fun. try and bow and then not bow, but <laughs> sort of half bow and then wave awkwardly. Hmm. She gives you a thumbs up. Thumbs up back. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. Right. Yes. And good. You guys are escorted through the castle by uh, three of the guards. Is there any conversation you guys would like to have before you reach the entrance to the catacombs? I'm gonna engage the guards in casual conversation. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, you've been working here long? Um, not really. My dad's been here, obviously, a couple of years before me, but yeah. um. Uh, you know, it's just sort of following the job that your parents give you. Well, of course, I, I know the feeling, um, but you mustn't be afraid to let a little individuality uh, into your life every now and again. Do you uh, get a chance to cut loose a little bit around here at all? Or? I mean, there is um, there's a tavern which mm. offers discounts to guards on Fridays. That's pretty good. Well, uh, Fridays, you say? Yeah, it's called Pelor's Mantle. It's not too bad. You be there this Friday? Um, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think so. Well, uh, you know, I might be coming out of the catacombs sometime soon this Friday with, uh, you know, course to celebrate. So maybe we'll see you there. Oh. Me and my yeah. um, motley crew here of uh, <laughs> my companions. If you do, you gesture to the motley the motley crew at that point. I do indeed, yes. <laughs> Around is there, looking so confused, just so just sort of, like complete, like an utter bafflement. You know, me and my friends. Um, you okay, Ramon? You seem a little, a little beat today. Yep. Yes. Yes, I am feeling good. Good. I'm glad to hear it. I mean, I know we've just met, of course, but um, part of my saying, um, it's all going to be fine. You're in great company. I mean, look at this guy. Clearly, if anything happens, we will simply take one step behind our dear friend Griff and we'll all be fine. Yes, he has big muscles. Well, oh, um, you can thank the gods for uh, that. Um, so, Majesty, how would you uh, like me to address you? And that's directed at Aran. Not, <laughs> Aran, yeah. Not, yeah. Like not me. That. <laughs> um, just. Aran runs fine. Aran, if. Yeah, just go with Aran. That's better. Okay. Have you done much uh, adventuring before, Aran? Or? I've spent a lot of time in the forest. Sounds pretty adventurous to me. It is, I like it there. So, forest, animals, and magic. You're either a druid or the most hippie nature cleric that I've seen. Uh, 
I'm not a cleric. Well, there we are then. Yes. Well, I think that answers your question, Griff. Cool. So as you guys continue, you are taken down some stairs um, through a big iron door. Aaron, you would recognize this as the dungeon of the castle. It has. It is currently unoccupied, to your knowledge. Um, as you enter, you see a sort of... The stone goes from brick to, to roughly, not even carved, um, but jutting out at random angles. Um, the places where manacles are sort of attached to the wall, the stone is a bit smoother and fissured by the backs of your family's prisoners. Um, and you go through individual cells to a giant sort of room with a with a rack uh, with several manacles attached to the walls and um, a giant sort of the best way to describe it would be a, a, a sewer manhole there's a large iron um, plate over the ground which one of the two of the guards go to lift up together and uh, sort of push the plate aside and gesture to the three of you uh, oh. Oh. I will look wow. down on their stairs yeah. Or like rungs. There, there are some stairs carved into the stone. Don't worry, guys. I've got this. I'm just gonna um, go ahead and climb down quite spryly down into the into the depths. Cool. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna follow uh, after Orion. <laughs> the druid yeah. is going <laughs> at the back. Yep. Definitely. Yep. So as you guys can. Mm-hmm. Everyone see. Yes, everyone has dark vision, uh, I believe. Yes. Good. Yeah. Yes. yes. I, I no mean, ups. none of us are dragonborn, <laughs> which is totally reasonable. That's so stupid. I, I'm, I'm very, I'm very, very angry about it. I will talk yeah. about it at any opportunity. This is the rest of the podcast. Now. Tiefling have tails and can have colours other than red. Dragonborn can see in the dark. And yeah. all drown on evil. That is awful. Yeah. Um, yeah. We here at Rendezvous okay. with Destiny yeah. are actively against races being coded as evil in D and D. It's very stupid and racist. We just like mm, yeah. Yeah, there's some issues in, with that going on. Every race can be evil, <laughs> yeah. particularly humans. Yeah. Equal opportunities. Um, evil. So you guys continue into the dark. Um, all of you have dark vision, but you do notice that there is no natural light source, so you'll all be seeing mm. with your dark vision rather than through like torches or anything else. Um, okay. You are in a corridor. There is a left turn and a right turn ahead of you. Mm. Um, what would you guys like to do? Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to send out a uh, divine sense pulse, please. Could you read me out what that says and its range? <laughs> Yes, um, I say so divine sense um, is uh, the presence of strong evil registers on my senses um, for the next ten seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, I know the I know the location of any celestial fiend or undead within sixty feet that is not behind total cover. Okay. Just just see if there's anything like like <laughs> about about to just jump out of the dark and smack us. Any murder imminent. Yeah. <laughs> there are no celestial, fiend, or undead. Don't like that specific yeah. specificity. It, it, it's, it's like um, it's, it's like if you're looking for traps, and they go, you can't find any traps. <laughs> there was nothing in the immediate space <laughs> in front of you. So now we're down in the underground and away from mm-hmm. like the court area. Mm. Aranrin is looking a little more relaxed. 
but and also I'm okay. gonna have a think because I remember my sisters trying to scare me when I was younger with tales about monsters. Is any of that ringing a bell with stuff mm-hmm. that's going on underneath the city? Mm. I will let you roll either a history check to recall what your sister said or a perception check or investigation check to recall information like to, to make deductions from your surroundings I will, essentially. Like, I'll do perception because that is my best one mm-hmm. well I rolled a 4 so that makes it a 12 oh. but it's still, <laughs> it's still a 12 still a 12 um, you said perception? yeah okay I think with 12 perception um, I will say there are you, you you sort of brush your hand along the wall as you walk down and you catch a slightly slimy patch like a footprint a on footprint the wall. on the wall that's what I see you get with a 12 do the thing where you don't sniff it <laughs> don't quite lick it but I gain too oh. bit too intense like ooh nature things sniff it yeah frantically flips to page in my flips monster manual flips to sniffing page yeah <laughs> Is there anything you'd like to check out from that? Yes. <laughs> I would you like, gonna, um, I'm going to investigate the slime and see if I recognise it as anything I've seen in the forest before. Cool. Give me an investigation. Is it investigation or is it nature? Um, <laughs> the, the DC will be higher if it is nature. Oh, I'm going to go with nature because I'm a lot better at it even if the DC is higher. Okay. Oh, yes. There we go. That's a 22. Ooh. 22, that just hits it. Yes. Um, So with a 22, you have done a little bit of investigating of the catacombs underneath the city, I think. Yeah. Um, Maybe the ones sort of on the outskirts in the forest, which are more related to the natural cave system, um, that sort of led to these tunnels being carved out underneath the city. Um, And you recognise this slime as belonging to a troglodyte. These creatures live underground. Uh, they have a stench and a stickiness which allows them to attach themselves to the walls as they wander about tunnels. They are not incredibly dangerous. Um, your sister has killed a few before. It was um, something early army recruits would use as a training mission underneath the city. They're basically seen as slightly more dangerous rats. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, um, this hey. is... Uh, trogil, trogil, troglodytes are down here. Right. Keep an eye out. They can stick to walls, just in case you didn't know, and that's a thing you might want to know. Thank you. Well, that's pretty helpful. Are they imminent? Or... Um, there's. I don't know. I don't know how long this slime has been here, but mm. um, they Why tend you, like, to wander lick? around the catacombs a bit. My sister has killed quite a few. Ah. You have that uh, cool older sibling problem going on, huh? Um. Well, if yes. it's if it's to be um, fifty gold pieces for killing troglodytes, we'll all be happy. I, I if feel only it was maybe, that easy. Yeah, that might, hmm. this might be the more of the ordinary denizens of the the catacombs than what we're looking for. But uh, we should keep our eyes. Not peeled. I've, I've never enjoyed the phrase eyes peeled, actually. It just gives me very weird vibes. I don't know if you're... Um... Well, lots of animals actually eat eyeballs, so I suppose it depends hmm. what, where you're coming from. Would they from. peel them, though? You know? Hmm. 
I've, I've never tried personally. Suppose, uh, if you think about it, you could technically do it, I suppose. It does have the outer lens portion, yeah. I imagine, yeah. But uh, surely that would provide much of the texture. I think I'm overthinking <laughs> this. Uh, Maybe. Would you guys like to continue through the dungeon? Yes. <laughs> Stop now overthinking eyeballs. Like <laughs> to make a perception check. Would anyone like to make it? Was that open or... Yeah, yep. I'll... Just in general, as yes. you walk through these... Oh, I will roll one. I'm okay. So the order is Orion, Griff, mm. um, Aaron. Yes. yes. Orion is playing a folk version of Iron Maiden's Fear of the Dark and is oh therefore not doing a perception Very check. good. Um, Graham, take D4 of inspiration. Thank you, I will. I've got 13. One, three. 13. Um, okay, with a 13... Mm-hmm, oh, I, I have um, 17. Jesus. 17. Right. Okay. With a 13, Griff, you feel like you're being watched. With a 17, Aaron, you see, as you kind of like turn behind you to sort of check where the stairs are, you see very faintly, very far behind you, a few hulking shapes. Nothing appears to be advancing towards you, just quietly watching. I'm going I'm to tap the other two on the their shoulders and motion and point where point out the shapes to them. Fear of the oh mm, mm, yes sorry um, hey um, how's it going? We what are, are looking at? being watched back there. There are oh, well. creatures. They don't seem to be approaching. I regularly have an audience. I wouldn't worry about it too much. Uh, you know. But I, maybe not so loud. <laughs> it's very Excuse nice. Me? It's very good music. Oh, I see. Um, it's not to your taste? I can no, try no, something else. It's too, um, the, uh, um, lots of Why don't we ask our new audience uh, what it is they, they think they're into? People are attracted to um, noise. People are attracted to me in general. <laughs> I don't tend to worry about it. <laughs> okay. You know, it's just one of those things. Um, hey, guys, back there. Hello. Uh, a sword has appeared in Griff's hand, um, seemingly without even seeing him draw it. This is a sword in his hand. Eyes just blink at you. Just play a nice chord on my loot. No one moves. Just still watching silently. Well, they seem quite attentive. Um, well, I would suggest we leave them be until um, they actively try to stop us. Yes, let us Very well. walk the way we're going, and hopefully they walk another way. Indeed. Okay. You guys continue. I mean, it's kind of a um, one-way tunnel. <laughs> Would you guys like to switch order, or would anyone like to keep an eye on the creatures behind you, or are you just going to turn around and um, walk? Yeah, Griff's, Griff's just going to stick um, second in, in the in the party and occasionally just sort of glance back at them to see if um, he can sort of um, make okay. out what they are. If Griff will let them, uh, Aaron is going to put a hand on Griff's shoulder so he keeps walking forward and doesn't like, trip over anything, but is going to keep an eye on what's happening behind them. Okay. Okay. Um, I will say, as you two sort of look back as you continue to walk forward, these creatures do seem to be inching slightly forward as you do. They're not encroaching the distance between you guys. They're just watching. Okay. This is slightly uncomfortable. Concerned. But let us walk. As you guys continue, you enter a chamber. Hmm. There is a bridge in front of you with... Um, a bunch of hexagonal panels sort of across puzzle. the uh, path. Yes, puzzle time, baby! Yes. Okay. Um, there are three symbols on the tiles. 
One uh, symbol is a sun, one symbol is a moon, and one symbol is uh, some stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, just there's about 36 different uh, panels in rows of three, just across to the other side. What would you guys like to do? Is there any uh, iconography around the rest of the chamber at all? Um, take a look around yeah. for clues. Would you like perception or investigation? I would like to do... Well, I guess I'm just... I'm sort of looking. I'm not like, you know... I'm not getting all up in a hexagon. So I'm just going to perceive if that's all right by you. Okay. Um, which is actually lower, but that's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a 13. 13? Um, not that you're aware of. Mm-hmm. The um, symbols, from what you can tell, there are sort of three separate symbols that seem quite distinct. Um, there's nothing on the walls... Nothing you can tell from the tiles with a 13 about which has been walked on more. Mm-hmm. Um, would anyone else like to try figure something out? Uh, yeah, I want to sort of get up close to some of the tiles and have a look, see if there's like, if it's a pressure plate system mm-hmm. or sort of trying to see what's going on with all of that. What role are you attempting to make here? I would like to do an investigation. Mm-hmm. Ah, that is a nat one. Oh boy. <laughs> Should I be mean? Yeah. Yes. Yes, of course. <laughs> With a nat one, you put your foot on one of the panels in front of you. It's a star panel. You step slightly down and the pressure plate gives with a thunk. Um, could you make me a dexterity saving throw, please? <laughs> could, could be worse. Um, that's a five. <laughs> as a volley of arrows from across the other side of the bridge shoots towards you and pierces you in the left shoulder, could you take eight points of damage for me, please? <laughs> I would prefer oh not God. to. <laughs> That's a lot of damage. Oh dear. You all built healers, I had to adapt. This is true. Mm. Ah. Um feeling that this Ow. this puzzle may be more dangerous than we initially assumed. Um are you alright there, friend? I I will be f- you got fine. A, you got a little arrow kind of sticking out of your shoulder there. You want me to pull it out? Um, do you know how to do that? Because well, I, 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 I know how to... Oh, well, in that case, uh, do you want to do it yourself? Do you want to talk me through it? Or maybe step off the um, hexagon of death first. Yes, I will lift my <laughs> foot off the hexagon, and then I will attempt to take no, the arrow out of my shoulder. Cool. Would you like to make a medicine check or do a healing spell? Um, just medicine. I I want to keep the healing. Okay. Spell, but I do the thing where you get the arrow out without doing any more yeah, damage. Yeah. Uh, roll me a medicine check. Hmm. Yeah. That is um. That is a twenty-seven. Oh, thank God. Uh, yeah. You are you wow. are fine. You managed to bandage it up. You don't lose any more health. Your shoulder is functional. I'm not going to make you have any disadvantage on attacks or anything. You're doing you're doing good. Mm. Nice. Um, would anyone like to try and figure out this puzzle? Um, so, stop me if I'm wrong, I'm not a, I'm not big on the old religion front, but uh, isn't uh, much of this kingdom particularly involved with w- worship of Pelor? Yes, Pelor is the, yes, he is the, he is the most worshipped mm. god locally. Uh, is Pelor um, not a sun-associated Maybe press the sun. 
Well, if, if you insist. I'm going to do sort of like a, a, a light hop and a little bit of a, tr a twirl on there too and just land on a sun. The panel sinks, you hear a thunk, and nothing happens. Well, that could have been far more embarrassing than it was. <laughs> okay. Is there another um, sun adjacent to me that I can reach? There is. So it's basically um, several rows of three different kinds of hexagonal panels. Mm. And on each row, there is a sun, a star, and a moon. I'm going to step to the next sun. Thunk. Nothing. Still not dead. Well, guys, I think we've solved it. I'm going to run through the next three panels. You solved my puzzle. Well done. <laughs> okay, great. I'll keep going. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I was so going to say run to the end. And I was like, wait. You guys make it to the other side. No problem. Uh, I'm assuming the others follow. Uh, yes. Yes. Deliberately stepping on the suns. Cool. So as you guys continue, um, you see another sort of... The, the door in front of you leads to another room rather than a passageway. Huh. Are the are these shapes that are following us still following us? Um, you turn around. They haven't crossed the bridge. Now that they're in the cavern, can we see what they are a bit better? Mm. Um, I mean, you, there's still no natural light. Um, so I will let you make another perception check if you would like. Yeah, definitely. Um, fourteen. Ooh. Uh, cool. Uh, uh, my main character is a bard who has like, who obviously has like bardic expertise. So has I'm used to having like plus eleven on useful checks. Cool. Would anyone else like to make a check? I'll give it a go as well. I'm, I'm, this is one of the things I'm good at. Mm. That is a dirty twenty. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Uh, Welcome to the wildness of my rolls. Yeah. Griff, just don't roll. Yeah, this is very good. Just, just wait until we get into combat, everyone. <laughs> Griff, go you cannot tell what these creatures are. Okay. Um, Aaron, there are six troglodytes hanging six. off the walls and ceiling on the other side of wow. this cavern. Their eyes are glowing as they steadily watch you. It's fine, guys. They just really like Iron Maiden, so it's all good. Yes, uh, they are troglodytes. Oh, well, they uh, might be able to follow us because they can, they can climb on walls. stick to walls. Yeah. Maybe we should have invested in some wall climbing apparatus before coming down here. I wonder how uh, many puzzles we could skip past by just being able to climb on walls. I cannot yet. Fly. Well, um, you're not wearing all of this, and and grows sort of like um, sort of shrugs like his arm, so his clank, arm just clanks. <laughs> yeah, clank, clank, clank. Well, I mean, your fashion choices are interesting. Let's say that, but uh, I'm sure we could find a way. I prefer practicality. Indeed. Um, so are you both going to continue into the next room? Can we yes. take a look in there first at all? I mean, is it just Absolutely, does it suddenly open can. out? So it's like it... a it's like a doorway carved into the stone. Yeah. So you can okay. kind of peek your head in and have a look. Like an open doorway, like uh, there's no door in it. Or... Nope, no door. Is there any markings around the entranceway? Um. I'll let you roll me an investigation check and then like a perception Alrighty. check to see what's in the room. Investigation is a 19. Perception is a oh, a 9, so that's a bit varied. Okay. With the 19, you sort of glance at the stone doorway and you see very, very faint fingernail scrapes in the wall. And as you sort of follow where they look and look slightly to your left, mm. you see some bones from the elbow to the fingertips sort of like grasping at where the wall was 
As you turn your look to the centre of the room, you're slightly shaken by this horrifying and unexpected piece of human, essentially. Mm. Um, so you, you can't really tell if there's anything in there. Hey guys, uh, I'm just going to recommend you don't touch the wall. Just this, this guy seems to... I mean, I'm sure they're mostly armless, but... Uh... <laughs> uh... Mm. Hey, get used to it, okay? I mean, I'm here all week. Well, probably not all week. I don't know how long this is going to take. Would you guys like to go into the room? I'm going yep. to... Uh, I'm going to go look at the arm bone. Okay. Are there any like, bite marks on it, or um, anything that seems anything? That, is it just the arm bone? Has it been dislocated from? Yeah, it's been it's been shoulder? detached from from the rest of the body. There's no body attached to it. It's sort of elbow to fingertips. Mm. Nice. Is it a clean, or does it look like something like ripped off? It it's a clean mm. detachment. It looks like the flesh has rotted away. Weird. What are you seeing over there, pal? This is interesting. How, how is it interesting? It's um, it's been it's clean, which is unusual if we're tr- trying to find a beast. Ah, as in it's not been nibbled on or. Yes, there's no bite marks. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but your mother didn't say that it was a bees necessarily just something that was feeding this so I mean, could be a, a cannibal man a vampire a, but a, a yeah vampire, she didn't stress that I it was physically feeding a, vamp- a vampire would leave the flesh mm, true. it could be a zombie I think they're cannibalistic it could be a zombie. but uh, I've never met one personally I've, no I've never met one uh, I don't hang out in the right kinds of bars clearly yes um, can I just take a closer look at the bit of the wall with the fingernail scrapings along it? Absolutely. Uh, what are you looking for? I just want to look if there's any kind of any uh, odd oddity of texture or anything there that okay. looks like it might be. Um, I want to say I don't. I want to say I want to look for a trap, but you know. <laughs> give me. That's okay. That's give basically me, what I'm doing. Give me an investigation check. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's a twenty-two. Twenty-two. This person was dragged by something very strong and was desperately clawing to the walls. Yeah, uh, so I think we're right in assuming that they were viciously attacked by something. It looks like they've been dragged out of this, through this room and they've tried to cling on for dear life. Tried to cling on so hard that they've lost an arm in the process. You've got to be really desperate to do that, I mean. Yeah, um, can, I, can I try to assess from how high the drag marks are on the wall, roughly how big the creature that was dragging them might be? Yes, absolutely. Make me an investigation check. Ooh. I have investigation, I think. Good job. Uh, yes, I do. Uh, I get a 6 6 plus 3. Woohoo. Nice. Uh, a tenant gang, who up? Oh, we are. It's here. a nat 20. A nat 20? Yes. <laughs> nat 20 for looking at walls. The creature. Was a little bit taller than you, and as your gaze follows the path this person would have taken, mm-hmm. you see two pairs of eyes light up from the darkness in the room ahead of you. Can everyone roll me initiative? Ooh, yeah! Fun. Seven. Well. Eight. Okay. Oh, seventeen. Um, Orion, Aaron. Oh, good. Okay, I have good news. Griff, you're first in initiative order. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to stride towards the first one and hit it with my greatsword. Strong move. We like it. 
cool. Uh, roll to hit. Okay. Um, and mm -hmm. obviously I'm taking... Um, my attack action lets me make two attacks. Uh, because level five. Uh, martial class. Okie dokie. Um, my first attack is a... Uh, are these fiends or undead? Okay. Uh, my first attack is a 24. Yeah, that hits. And um, I'll roll both of them together. Uh, and my second attack is also a 24. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, no worries. Um, so the first one takes... So the first attack is 12 slashing damage and 2 radiant damage. Cool, so 14 damage overall. 14 damage total. I just don't know if there's like magic awesome. happening. Um, and the second one uh, takes... And the second attack does 15, so 29 damage total. So, uh, paladins are broken. I yes. love paladins. <laughs> and, and, and there's no smiting going on here as well. This is just... Cool. This is just ordinary boops. Nice. Yeah. So it's that monster's go, and it's going to hit you. And he's dead. It's going to hit you. Yeah. Okay. Keep on try. First attack is an 8, so that doesn't hit. Uh, nope. Second attack... Is an eighteen. That does hit. That does hit. Excellent. Uh, do, 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 do. Please, could you take? Oh, I rolled the lowest damage die. Uh, can you take four points of damage for me, please? Uh, how many? Four. Okay. And then it's the second monster's attack, so it's also going to move towards you over here, and it's going to try and hit you again. Cool. The first one is a dirty twenty. Does that hit, Will? Yeah. Yes. It does. You sounded so happy about Take that. nine <laughs> points of damage. Okay. Take it. Second attack is a five, so that won't hit. Um, and now it is Orion's go. Oh, gosh. Really? Uh -huh. Wow. Um, okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I think I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers on the Ooh. second uh, creature that's cool. just attacked um, my new best friend, Griff, here. So, Dissonant Whisper is an action, 60 feet range, and it's a, it has to make a wisdom save. Okay. Um, against my spell save DC, which is 14. 14, okay, it has a plus one, so I have to roll a 13 or higher. Let's go. I rolled a nine. Okay, so it's gonna take, um, I'm casting at first level, I should have said. Mm -hmm. um, this is 3d6 psychic damage, Oof. and it has to use its reaction to move away. Oof. To the best of its distance, so uh, nice. if it's right by you, I'd like to roll 3d6. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Uh, that is a 5, a 6, and a 2, so 13 psychic damage, and it has to move away to okay. its Okay, that's when it's go, correct? No, it's a reaction. Oh, it's a reaction? So it okay, uh, let me yeah. It's 30 feet range, okay. so it's going to move 5, 10. It's just basically um, going to... Can I take... A attack of fortune. Yes, reaction. you can. Sorry, Graham. How much yep, damage like... did that do? So I can. Uh, sorry, that was thirteen points of damage okay, as so... it's surrounded by these um, cool. sort of discordant um, whispers, how... which sort of penetrate its mind. How does your magic uh, manifest? Are you playing an instrument? It manifests you... as I strum my lute Ooh. and okay. begin to sort of play a very dark minor chord. Um, you only hear the chord, but you see my mouth moving. <laughs> Um, and then it hears um, these sort of throaty whispers through his brain. Excellent. Uh, um, Griff, uh, throaty whispers is my stripper name. Will. Uh, yes. 
please make that attack of opportunity. Can you tell the miners have three bears? <laughs> please make that attack of opportunity. Um, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> it's, it's a 19. 19? That, that hits. Okie dokie. And, uh, <laughs> this poor thing, uh, 16 damage. 16 damage. Okay, maths. Just a little teamwork. Uh, Schmack. Okay. Yes. No, you, you can't just roll damage dice, no. Haha, <laughs> great sword go chop. <laughs> um, cool. Aaron, it's your go. Cool. What I was gonna do no longer applies, so I'm gonna do something Sorry. else. It's alright. Was it an AOE? It was. <laughs> I but now, just out of the twenty-foot radius. Oh. Last one isn't. No, but I wanted to get both of them. That's no, not my for the kids at home. Mm. Um, Amelia has gone to the trouble, which we immensely appreciate, of creating a map for us, which we are using. I am going to bonus action turn into a tiger. Yeah. Yes. That's and then I'm going to tiger. I'm going to go and pounce at the closest one. Cool. I will move you over. And it, yes. Because I am pouncing. It must. It needs to make a DC 13 strength saving throw. Okay, it's pretty good at this. Yeah. But I rolled like terribleness and words I can't say. Uh, so yeah, doesn't make the saving throw. Cool. It's. Prone. I'm gonna switch D20s. And because I, I can't take a, a bite action as a bonus action, so I've taken bonus action. But I'm mm. going to claw it. Cool. Well, it's a hit. It's prone, so you get advantage. Mm. Oh, 19? Yeah, 19 hits. No, 21, hmm. sorry. Yeah, that yes. hits as well! <laughs> Let's make it higher, oh, why not? Uh, what, what about 23? Does that hit? <laughs> if I keep and making the number that bigger... that does... Uh, 6 points of damage. Cool. Okay. Cool, Griff. Well. It's your go. It's <laughs> prone. Roll with advantage. <laughs> Okay there, I was gonna put three Quagos in this fight and I decided not to for you time efficiency. <laughs> but now Suddenly I feel like I'm getting my appears. butt kicks. <laughs> just just bring one in. No, it's fine. Paladin hit the monster. Go on, do the thing. It's my turn again. Uh, I'm going to hit the thing with the thing. Roll the thing. Uh, I'm gonna take my attacks. Uh, if if that's allowed. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, uh, 25. Yeah, that hits, Will. <laughs> And okay. a 26. Yeah, that also hits. <laughs> these, these, poor, these poor boys. What is well, your bonus to hit? <laughs> yeah, uh, 10, 16. So 16 on the first attack. And oh, on the second one. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, 3 plus um, 6, 9. So 25 damage total. Well, how do you kill this Quagoth? Sort of as it's lunging for me, just stuff happening around it, um, just sort of dodge to the side and um, bring this great sword down with this huge sort of two-handed uh, swipe and just sort of cut the side of it open. Um, and it, it's uh, the sword's like faintly glowing, and there's kind of the smell of burning like quagga flesh. Graham, like with dissonant whispers, can this other quaggoth move back towards you guys? Yeah, yeah, it, it's just for the course of its reaction that it has to move away. It's welcome to do whatever it likes when it's over Fab, it's going to move. I'm just going to get rid of this one. Uh, it's going to be back, and it's going to move oh, towards the nearest squishy-looking boy, because I love taking vengeance. Not a boy. Not a boy, just a person. First attack misses. Let me use the other d20. 
No. Is, 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 that, is, that, is that within five feet of me or not? Yes. Oh, no, it's when it leaves. Sorry. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. Uh, Luce, the second attack is a... Is a 13. Does that hit? 13. 13 does hit. Excellent. Squishy. Squishy. Uh, please take um, eight points of damage. Uh, eh. I'm cool. still a tiger. That's its go. Mm-hmm. Um, it is now Orion's go. Emilia, could you just describe this creature for me? Just I can do you one I better. I can read you from my monster manual. Oh, please. Yes. Savage and territorial, the Quaggoths climb the chasms of the Underdark. They maul their froze in a frenzy, becoming even more murderous in the face of death. Is there anything else you're looking for? I want physical attributes that I can insult. Okay, like a werewolf-esque creature with white fur and a snub nose. Sharp teeth. Ooh. It's going to sort of look over and be like, wow. Who who does your hair? I mean, come on, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I believe that is a wisdom save on my part. Yeah, I'd like to do vicious mockery with that, which is a wisdom save. Yeah. Vicious mockery to bars is what I would do to warlocks. (laughs) I'd do that anyway. (laughs) Uh, okay, with the wisdom save, that is 15. Does that That save? does actually succeed. Yay! Um, so it, I assume, just feels bad about having bad hair, but doesn't take damage. Um, and I'd also It's like, like to... I'm not an image for consumption. Yeah, right? That... I'm, I'm a strong Quagoth. I don't need people to comment strong on my hair. I am a strong, independent Quagoth. Don't need Ooh. no... Adventurer. Um, yeah. You can see the Quagoth has, a, like, a heart-shaped tattoo on its left arm that says, Girl Boss. Oh my god, I hate it. <laughs> um, no, no, no. Um, can I uh, quickly look over and see just if uh, my new best friend, Aaron, looks at all in pain? Um, Aaron, how are you looking? Uh, not too bad. Okay. Like, there's like a little bit of like scratch marks, but the tiger, as the tiger, still looks pretty all buff. Right. In that case, I will simply sigh about this crowd's bad fashion choices and pass my turn. Thank you. Cool, Aaron. Cool. I will move 20 feet away, gain, I will get the attack of opportunity Yes, on me. you will, my turn. Come on, new dice. Let's go. No, I mean, oh. actually, you know what, I rolled, I succeeded a hit with an eight straight up roll, so that's a 14, so I assume Ooh, that 14 does hit. Yeah, nice. Tigers don't have the best AC. Um, so that is five points of damage. Do I get my full attack because this creature has mm, No, it's, it's an opportunity. Okay, I just get one. So in that case, I'll leave just five points of damage to Aaron. Cool, that's fine. And then I'm going to run and pounce at it again. Oh, very good. So I believe that's a dexterity saving throw from me. Strength saving throw. I rolled a 21. I'm so sorry. Oh, well. It's going to take half damage, right? No, no, it's, it means I get to do a multi-attack if it is prone. But okay. I'm gonna go and bite it anyway. Go for it. That would be a natural 20. Oh, double that damage dice. So the way I do double damage um, for people on the pod, listeners and players, is you roll the one die and then you double the score. Because I feel like it's more of a risk, it's more high stake, so it's more fun. I like it. That's an eight. Eight total? 16? No, 16, 19. Yeah. Loose. Loose, do you know how many hit points this Quaggle had left? Please 18. say 20. 16. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> nice. How would you like to do this murder? Yes. So the tiger, like, runs away a bit and just charges and, like, leaps from about 20 feet away into the air and just slams down and 
bites it through the throat. Ah, very good. Um, it looks quite pleased with itself. So you guys are left with these two dead bodies of these hulking furred creatures in this uh, sort of maze of catacombs beneath the castle. Mm. And that is where we are going to end this episode Ooh. of A Rendezvous with ah. Destiny. How, how, how are you guys feeling? Yeah, How's my good. DM doing? I enjoyed that a lot. Uh, that was good. Yeah, fun. good. Rolling lots of dice is yeah. fun. Well, obviously the listeners have to wait, but we are just going to straight up continue this adventure in a second. Hell yeah. Nice, nice, nice. In the meantime, uh, if you can't wait to find out what's going to happen <laughs> next, uh, you can try to tweet us for some clues at rwd underscore pod on Twitter. You can find us on uh, Spotify, Acast, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you might get your podcasts at A Rendezvous with Destiny. And as always, don't forget to tweet along with the hashtag, hashtag rwdpod. Yay, we did it, guys. Great, How does See it feel time. to be back on D&D again? I love it. Oh, it's, it's nice. very good, you know, right? It's nice to play. Oh, God. D&D's so good, man. Like oh, fifth it's just so clean. Yeah. We're all so good at it, and it's nice to be good at things. A Rendezvous with Destiny is a free piece of fan content that we don't prize gate in any way. Everything is available free online from a variety of different sources. We would also like to stress that RWD is unofficial fan content that is not approved or endorsed by Wizards of the Coast, and portions of the materials that we use are the intellectual property of Wizards. Any similarity uh, in terms of characters, plots, story, or locations is totally coincidental, and we do not claim ownership over any aspect of official Dungeons & Dragons intellectual property. If anyone listening has any concerns about any of these points, please direct message us on Twitter at rwd underscore pod. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time for A Rendezvous with Destiny.